Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with Maribel Blue Unfiltered. I'm here to tell you about the launch of the Spa Box on Surfbox.com. This box comes with cruelty-free and vegan-based products, including facial and body scrubs, hemp-based body washes and lotions, lavender goat milk soap, Epsom salts, aromatherapy room sprays, and a special shaped gummies. Get your box now on sale for $21.99. Be sure to sign up for the mailing list and get the latest on upcoming boxes. Get your box now before the series of products run out. Go to servebox.com. That's S-E-R-V-B-O-X-X dot com. Until then, this is Maribel Blues signing off. Hey everyone, it's Maribel Blue with a new Maribel Blue Unfiltered. This episode, we're going to focus on Married at First Sight. And I'm going to focus on two of the couples because I don't feel like going through all of the other ones. At some point, I will. But it seems that the stars of the show on this season are Paige and Chris. Now, if you don't know anything about Paige and Chris, let me give you a little bit of a background. Paige is an accountant. She is looking for somebody who is God-fearing. I don't know what that means. When I hear people say that, I'm like, what the fuck? Now, before I begin, I have to tell you, I have not watched this show since the third season. I think I just, I don't know if it was out of boredom or just out of pure disgust or maybe a combination of both. But I have a really good, good, like best friend, I should say, from childhood, like since the fourth grade, who recently got into it thanks to her daughter. And she had asked me if I was going to watch it. And I said, well, I would if you let me know what date it starts. Just out of pure curiosity, what's going on with this show? What are the updates? Clearly now I see that only Dr. Pepper seems to be the the person, the last person standing out of all the seasons on this show. And even just doing a spot on check of the seasons that has gone forward since I stopped watching, the majority of the people divorced as opposed to staying married. What seems with the exception, well, no, my bad. I was going to say with, with, with the exception of season nine, no, there were two people who stayed married, two couples who stayed divorced. Um, I mean, there are people who seem to have gotten annulled, I guess, just to have the marriage erased. (laughs) so that they could start all over again. I mean, it's just crazy. Now, I'm going to tell you why initially I was not happy with this type of show. Even though, yes, I'm an unconventional kind of a girl, I still believe in the sanctity of marriage. I don't care about the whole who you love and it has to be a man and a woman That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when two people fall in love 
and they want to make a commitment to one another. Usually that commitment is done through marriage. It is not only a sacrifice between two people making that commitment, but it's also a legal sacrifice. And it's very, very serious. I mean, it's not to be taken lightly. When I think about my own personal relationship with somebody that I was with who I call shit show, I think that I wasn't taking the sanctity of marriage seriously. It was almost as if, well, just get married just so that you can say you are, so that you can say you have a husband, which of course goes against the grain of everything that I believe for the sanctity of marriage to be. The same reasons why I thought that the show was ridiculous because it's like, how do you pair two people through this deep questionnaire, which I'm sure is much more psychological than anything else, and then find, well, here are good two people that seem to match well together. They kind of have the both, or I should say they both have like the same belief systems, I guess. They, they, they use that as a form of matching people. But at the same time, you have to have that flexibility, that yin and yang, where maybe one person doesn't have something that the other person has and it brings about a balance. I don't know how these psychological people, I use the air quotes, found Paige and Chris to be a match. I just don't understand that. While they both seem to have a God belief system, both going for them, Chris making comments about why he was living homeless because it was like a test from God and all that stuff. I don't buy that crap. I mean, if you're living homeless, there has to be a reason for that to have happened. And I guess for Chris, it was more of some kind of sacrifice. I don't, I don't know. I'm not too clear and I'm not going to sit here and try to figure it out. Paige, on the other hand, is very opposite. She's an accountant. She's a quote unquote, God fearing person, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. Needless to say, <laughs> beyond my own personal belief system, she seems to have a lot more stability in who she is and being comfortable in her own skin, which I think is important for everyone to feel that way. So cutting into Chris, Chris's uncertainty of her not being attractive that she has to look good, that she has to be kinky because he definitely has a kinky vibe. He does not hide that, not one bit. And you know me, I don't have any issues with that at all. But the thing is, is that when you have that certain part of you that needs to be satisfied, you have to make sure that the person that you're with is also into it as well. And I think that's really, really important. And I don't see Paige as being that kinky type woman. Maybe she is, I don't know. I mean, you look at her at first glance and she talks about God-fearing. You have to think to yourself, 
this girl doesn't have one kinky bone in her body. At the same time, you just never know. Cut to the chase with the wedding, his uncertainty, she has to be good looking, blah, 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 all this stuff. They end up getting married, which I think the show wouldn't be the show if two people got up there and they just was like, no. I mean, that would be ideal. Let's just say that they monitored six couples. And out of those six couples, one couple decides not to go through with the wedding for a variety of reasons. I mean, let's just think about it this way. One of the things that people look for when they're looking at a potential partner is the physical attraction. If the physical attraction is not there, then there really is nothing else to pursue. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Somebody may, somebody else may look at it differently and say, hey, Maribel, I wasn't really physically attracted to the man that I met, but the more that I got to know him, the more I became attracted to who he was on the inside as opposed to the outside. I'm not saying that isn't realistic, but for the majority of people in society, that's what they look at. They look to see at the physical attraction before everything else falls into place. Now, other people may look at this as being a shallow kind of a person. If you ever watched the movie Shallow How, you would know that until Hal had met Tony Robbins, him and his friends only cared about how a person looked on the outside and not on the inside. Hence, when Tony Robbins came to him and kind of put him in this hypnotic state that if he really wanted to be involved with somebody and fall in love, he had to view the person from the inside and not the outside, that's when he started seeing the beauty of the person their personality, and not so much of the outside. But look, whatever the case may be, let's just call it what it is. There are people who are just not solely focused on the physicality of the person, but that's the majority of people. I believe that's what they look for. That's what brings about the chemistry. So now anybody who watched this episode would see that Chris and Paige did get married. He said he found her attractive, but when they go off, it seems that there's a kind of like a a private area where they could pop open a bottle of champagne and kind of talk away from everybody else. He starts talking about his ex and he starts talking about how he was engaged, but they broke up and it was just a variety of things. Now, rule of thumb, and I think everybody knows this. Yes, I believe in conversations, things that happen in your past, especially when it comes to exes, will come up. I would highly recommend not talking about that on a first date because that's what these people are on. They're on a first date. The only thing is that they're legally married. Why would you bring that up? And it's almost as if he was saying in his words, talking about his ex, that Paige was not somebody that he wanted to be with. Now, of course, it could be a surprise at the end because these people are just starting out their relationships. They're just getting to know each other. 
Chris could shock us and fall in love with Paige and want to be with her. Do I believe it's going to work out in the end? No, I don't. And this is the reason why I'm putting this together, because it's just, I, I mean, I guess for the sake of viewership, it's great. It's nice to see Jamie Otis be a part of the show because she was one of the first people to be on this Married at First Sight where she met her husband, Doug. And they're, they're married, they have beautiful children, they have a beautiful life, and that's great. That's not to say that this is for everyone. I think in Jamie Otis's case, she was ready to settle down. And she was not physically attracted to Doug, but eventually she was and she did and she fell in love and they remarried so they could have a real wedding that withstood and represented their love. And I think that's what's important. But in the beginning, I wondered, was she going to be able to, to get through this? Because she was very emotional. As far as Paige and Chris is concerned, all he did was talk about his ex. And I just want to outline the questions that he asked, which I thought was very, very bizarre. Do you have tattoos? Okay, that's a credible question asking, do you have tattoos? But then he shows off his tattoo, which is no surprise. And of course, this lights up Paige's eyes for a moment. It was a, a cross with the king. Let me stop being mean. He talks about his tattoo. And then he throws in that the reason why he got the tattoo, because he had originally his ex's name and some shit. I can't remember the exact details. And then, of course, you hear the wah, like the, the, the music kind of going down, kind of like the fail horn in The Price is Right. Why would you bring that up? Why would you? Here's the thing. Here's my tattoo of the king. Oh, but I put that on there because I had to cover up the ex's name. <laughs> it's just... Then, then it's like, really, there is no significance of the tattoo in the first place. Because you see how excited Paige got. Oh, my God, you know, he got a tattoo of God on his arm. Oh, wait, he got the tattoo because he's covering up a girl's name. Now it has no significance whatsoever. It has a significance if it was there in the first place with nothing else to cover it up. You see what I'm saying? And then I started thinking, as I was watching the show, it should have been called, Why Did Chris Get Married? <laughs> kind of like the playoff of the Tyler, Mary, Tyler, Mary, Tyler Perry movie, Mary. <laughs> so here, here's even more stuff that I wrote down. One thing that Chris had said, on paper, we are a match. Okay, Chris. So what happened to the physical aspect of it? It's little things that he's leaving out that is telling the story of how is he going to get through this. Then he was asking her questions like about her sexual drive, because now he's trying to find out what kind of sex drive does she have? Either A, he's trying to find out how kinky she is, if she likes to have sex. And again, don't get me wrong. I think these things are important. I laugh because 
I have been asked stupid ass questions like this when you're first meeting somebody, especially like people know that I own an adult magazine and I conduct all of these interviews. And then right away, people think in their mind, they seem to conjure up these things about who I am and who I am in the bedroom. And that I'm just going to willingly offer and share this information on a first date. And it doesn't work that way. I don't think I would even want to be in a position where I would marry a complete stranger and then having to think about being intimate with them and not really knowing them. Again, there are people who don't have any issues with this at all. I think. Sierra and Ryan, they might be the first people who's not going to have an issue. I didn't, when I first started watching Sierra and Ryan, and she talks so much, <laughs> and I'm like, this dude doesn't talk as much. They had the blindfolds on and they took it off and she was really attracted to him. And you can tell, I think the concern with, with Ryan is, is that he's never told anybody that he loves them. So there's going to be a challenge right there. Uh, I'm saying Sierra. I'm sorry. It's Clara. Can't even read back my own handwriting. Clara and Ryan. Clara could be the one to fall in love and Ryan may not. I mean, who knows? It's, it's, it's kind of like a toss up in this whole game of married at first sight. But as far as Chris and Paige are concerned, I find that there are too many inconsistencies for their relationship to potentially work. Now, one of the things Chris had said early on that he wanted to meet somebody that he knew wasn't after his money. Now, do these uh, marriages come with a prenup? Because clearly she didn't sign anything. So I don't even know how this works. I don't know if there's some kind of, I'm sure there is, some kind of legal form that if they do get a divorce, that they're not coming after each other's assets or what have you. I mean, these are other things to think about when you're legally getting married to somebody, if you need to protect your assets. So to basically sum up the relationship with Chris and Paige and why I believe it's not going to work out, it's for a variety of things. I think that right now, Chris is just playing around with the fact that he's on television, he got married, he probably didn't want to make a fool out of her, and just other things that I think will have an effect on who they are as individuals and who they are as a couple. If he is this religious person like she seems to be, and they're living their lives in church, I think that will make Paige very happy. However, it seems as though when he made the comment about being an entrepreneur, that seemed to be another thing that Paige wasn't happy with. I don't know why. I mean, I think anybody who explores the idea of entrepreneurship or being an entrepreneur, like someone like myself who is and who runs multiple businesses, as I know other people who do, I think that it's very inspiring to know that you have somebody in your corner that loves to work. So when I hear people talk about their entrepreneurship and how important it is to be able to conduct business on their terms, so to speak, you know that that person loves to work and they work 
hard at what it is that they do. Because what? At the end of the day, entrepreneurship is you hustling so that you can make your money. I didn't see anything wrong with that. Why Paige got turned off by it, I don't know. But again, I see that Dr. Pepper Schwartz is still there. I'm not really familiar with the other person. Forgive me, I don't know his name right now. I don't know who are other people that are also part of being the advisory committee other than Dr. Pepper Schwartz that helps them through this relationship and navigating through any difficulties. I mean, look, the majority of the people who have gotten married on this show have gotten a divorce or have gotten annulled. And there's no guarantee that this really works for everyone. Has it worked for quite a few couples? Yes, but the majority, no. Now moving on to Haley and Jacob. Haley was doing a lot of drinking while she was preparing her wedding, putting on her wedding dress, etc. Jacob is more of an 80s type person. He is approaching 40 or he is 40. And they all like to talk about the 80s. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's the, the era that I was from. So, of course, people, when they remember or grew up in a certain era, it's very much a part of them. I don't think it's very much a part of Haley. And you saw the disdain look in her face when that topic was brought up. The other thing, just fast forwarding to after they got married, is that as he was speaking, she interrupted him just so that she could tell the waiter or whoever it was that was there that she wanted a refill on her water. Quite rude, Haley, quite rude. I don't understand these people. I really don't. There has to be some kind of thing where you say, hey, this is not the person that I want to be with. I'm not attracted to them, whatever, whatever. Yes, the idea is to look beyond the physical attraction and to get to know a person and explore these opportunities of being married to a stranger. Personally, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I am too much set in my ways. And my thing is, it's like, well, if I'm going to get married, I, I know one of the couples said, have your own bathroom. That was probably Haley and Jacob. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. If I was getting married, I would get a two-family house so that my husband can live downstairs because it's just like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I could be saying all these things, but then turn around and it would be completely different and, and I would want to be around the person, what have you. I don't even see Haley and Jacob succeeding at their relationship because of the mere fact that she may not be into his quote unquote, his geekiness or his IT ways or what have you. If it doesn't work out, Jacob, I'm here. I'm interested. I'm not moving to Georgia, just so you know. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching the show. I just wanted to put my two cents on what my thoughts were for these two particular couples. And I believe this coming week, they'll be on their honeymoons. I don't even know how all this is happening in the pandemic. I really don't know. But they seem to be doing more than The Bachelor is doing on ABC. 
So who knows what the next steps are, what's going to happen next. I'm looking forward because like I said, the last time I had watched was literally season three and I have not watched it. Not because I was banning or anything like that. It was more like I just had forgotten about it or didn't have the time. And I really wanted to get back into it. So I'm glad I am. I will be talking more about the different couples and things that happen throughout the week. And I hope you enjoyed this little ditty. As always, you can sign up for my mailing list at maribelblueunfiltered.com. You can listen to my shows on anchor.fm forward slash Maribel. (laughs) And with all that being said, always remember, be good to yourself, be good to each other. And most importantly, take care of you. Bye, everybody.